Are you ready to live the all-in life? Then welcome to the All-In Podcast Show, sharing the defining moments of impact-driven entrepreneurs, industry pioneers, and transformative leaders as they showcase their defining moments and went all-in on their business and found true success. From the early steps in their journey to the moment they truly took their commitment to their life and business to another level, we'll give you the insight you need to go all-in on your dream life. Now here's your host, Daniel Giordano. Welcome everyone to the show today. I'm excited to introduce you to Kimberly Leonard. Um, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, well, uh, Kimberly, I am you know privileged to have you share your message uh, with the audience here, and I'm excited to hear your journey and and uh, what's exciting in your world and the impact you're making in the world. So um, I always like to kind of find out where you know where uh, you start at your humble beginnings. Okay. Well, I grew up in Michigan. And I uh, grew up in a family that was uh, a Christian family, very loving family. And I have a sister and a brother. And um, as I was growing up, I was always encouraged just to do my best at everything. I had a lot of support in that as far as just finding what it is that I wanted to do. And as I got older, I realized that I wanted to be able to help people. And so I went into optometry, which is being an eye doctor, if people don't know what that word means. And then I further specialize in something called behavioral optometry, where we work with people's vision and brains to actually help them function better in life. That's awesome. So how did you decide that that's what was the thing you were going to do, right? Because obviously there's a lot of different areas in the medical world or, you know, in, in, in the health in general that you could have gone. What was, what was it that forced you into that decision? Well, I really wanted to help people, and I had an aunt who was a doctor of psychology, and I decided that I had to be a doctor because she was a doctor, And um, but I realized also that I did not like blood, <laughs> <laughs> and so with optometry, I really don't see much blood. It's very clean, so I get to help people. And I don't have to deal with needles or, you know, bodily flu fluids too much. So that's how I chose that particular part. And then when I got into optometry school, uh, we had different rotations where we learned about different things like low vision or contact lenses. Well, one of the ones I went through was the pediatric um, vision therapy clinic. And when I was in that clinic, it was... Um, we were given a patient and of course we had been taught what to do. So with vision therapy, it's vision brain exercises to get your mm -hmm. eyes to work together. So one of my first patients was a child who came in, he wasn't doing well in school. He's about nine years old. Uh, and when he came in, he was always looking down and looked kind of sad, very nice little boy, but he seemed sad uh, and shy. And um, I started working with them doing these vision brain exercises that I was taught to do, not knowing what the outcome was gonna be. And about halfway through the program with him, I realized that he was coming in, his face was up, he was smiling, he was happy. I said, hey, Darren, you know, has anything changed since we started doing all these vision exercises with you? And he said, oh yeah. I said, well, what is it? He said, well, I don't feel stupid anymore. I said, what do you mean you don't feel stupid anymore? He said, well, when I used to have to read out loud in class, 
everybody would laugh at me because I couldn't read. He said, but I can read now and nobody laughs at me. So that just like melted my heart. And I said, I could do this over and over and over for more and more people. And so that's what I did. I went in and I got um, the specialization requires a lot of training and usually some type of fellowship or um, internship. And so I went through that process and I've been helping people ever since. And I love it. Great. So, so, uh, you know, it's always awesome to hear when people are in alignment with uh, you know, what they truly want to do in their life. And, and that's the reason I asked you that question earlier around, like, how did you decide that? Because sometimes, you know, some of us aren't as uh, in tune with, you know, that alignment, because we kind of fall into the patterns of, well, my father did this, or my mother did this, right? So this mm -hmm. is what I'm going to be doing, right? Um, and we don't even question it, right? So for, for you to recognize that at an early age, and, and say, mm -hmm. well, obviously, not liking blood is a big piece of it, right? So it's like, I'm definitely not going to be a surgeon, right? Uh, you know, definitely not going to you know, weed out everything, but it's exciting to see that you, you're doing that and you're having the impact, you know, uh, that, you, that you've been seeking, right? So, so what are some of the, um, uh, how long, and let me just go back to like, how long have you been doing this now? Um, gosh, over, over 25 years. Okay. Getting right. close to the 30. All right. Yeah. Okay. And has there ever been a moment that's been, you know, more challenging than another? Oh, definitely. So um, I have three kids and um, I got divorced when I was pregnant with my third child. Mm -hmm. And so I was a single parent most of their life growing up. So um, starting a business and having children was definitely a challenge for me. And um and many mothers will know this, actually just keeping good childcare or nannies because things happen. Right. And so that can cause a lot of stress in life. And um, another thing that happened is that really changed the trajectory of where my life was and where I was going to go is um, not long after I started at, at my new business, um, my dad was in a very bad car accident where we thought he wasn't going to make it. Mm -hmm. And it really dawned on me strongly that, oh my gosh, I could lose him or someone else in my life in one split second, they would be gone. And I started thinking about myself and how I was going to work every day and uh, working hard, trying to get this business going, picking up kids from childcare, bringing them back to the office, feeding them there and going home at nine o'clock <laughs> at night. And after that happened with my dad, I really started to think about things and I changed my schedule so that I was only working four days and I had a day for myself, a day for my kids and a day for God. And that worked out much, much better for me. That's, and that's cool that you recognize that because I think a lot of times, you know, as an entrepreneur, you know, with family, with a spouse or without, you know, it's still challenging, right? It's, mm -hmm. and sometimes it can be a lonely, you know, experience when you're trying to do it all your own, right? And you try and figure out things and you get stuck in these scenarios. And when you're clear on like, okay, why I'm doing this, what's important to me, right? Looking mm -hmm. at how you're um, able to, you know, segment those days. Like, you know, even, even it's taken me a long time to break out those days to say, okay, you know, Fridays, I'm usually boating with the, with the family, right? And mm -hmm. what that does, of course, may be product, more productive, you know, for the, for the other days, right? So 
Um, and it gives me the opportunity to, you know, unplug and spend time, quality time with the family with no distractions, right? So um, that's great that you're doing that. And it's a great, you know, nugget of wisdom for people to say, like, you know, you may or may not be there yet, you know, listening to this today, right? But, you know, it's like you, you can choose to, you know, even if it's a couple hours uh, of just time that's focused for you, of course, you know, taking care of yourself first, um, taking care of the family, taking care of, you know, things that are important to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good I, lo- I love it, right? I love that structure because it definitely works, right? And it's important because I think we, we all get caught up in the building of a business and it can take, you know, it's not just a matter of serving the clients the way you're, you know, showing up in your business. There's all the behind the scenes stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And the endless hours, right? That you put into things that people don't see. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so, so what are some life, what's your life vision like that? You know, where, what you'd like to be able to accomplish, you know, and, re- and be remembered <sighs> for I'm one of those people that I don't think I'm going to have enough life to even do all the things I want to do. My, my grandmother passed a couple of years ago at 95. Mm-hmm. She was still vibrant, doing well. It was the, she fell down and broke her hip. And that was kind of the beginning of the end. But before that, she was playing shuffleboard every day. Sometimes you'd have to sit at her stool and play it, but she was playing shuffleboard. Right. She was playing cards several times a week. And, and she, you know, after a while when she got too tired she would my parents got her a little uh, golf cart so she when she couldn't walk she went around so I see myself being just like her and the the things that I really just the bottom line vision mission I always get those two confused for my life is that I desire to help as many people find what gives them passion what gives them life what gives them fulfillment what energizes them and go out and do it and part of that started when I was working in my therapy centers where I would help people by giving them the abilities they needed to actually perform and reach their goals well there's so many areas emotional spiritual you know physical all those areas so I have the tools to help people with those type of things, but I also have a podcast where I interview people from different walks of life to find out what gives them happiness, fulfillment, how they're putting their gifts out into the world. And so what I'm doing is I'm showcasing to people, hey, you could do this, or you could do this, or you could do this. Look at all these things you could do. Here's the, all the ideas. Okay, now go into your heart. What is it that makes your engine run? What is it that makes you get up? out of the bed in the morning so my my goal is to inspire people to give them the tools that they need when necessary and just to encourage them and cheer them on as they're living the life that they've always dreamed of right yeah and that's that's powerful because you know so many of us get caught up in life you know and uh you know it's uh, and forget that little childlike dreams that we used to have, you know, of, of, you know, I can be this, I can be that. And then life happens and, you know, kids happen and, you know, circumstances change and there's challenges, but that's just part of life. And I think there's a lot of times you probably experience with people where, you know, they think that, the, you know, there's just this natural trajectory of, you know, everything just goes like this, right? And it's like, everything's happy, you know, and like, you know, there's always a happy ending at most movies, right? Um, mm-hmm. And, and yeah, but there's a lot of challenges throughout that story, right? Um, and that's, that's life, right? So, and what you do with those challenges um, is what's going to make or break you, right? And help you get to that next level. So if you look at where 
where you're having the impact in the world, right? If someone's listening to this today, right? With, you know, you being able to help people get their message out, you being able to help people clearly identify their gifts and talents for, to, to serve the world. Um, what would be one thing you would tell somebody that, you know, may have maybe going through, you know, a rough time right now with everything that's going on in the world where they're trying to figure out what do I do next? Or, you know, how do I build my business to the next level? What, what would be some sage wisdom that you would give them? So as you're speaking, I'm thinking that this is a transition period for them. Mm-hmm. They're in the in a transition period. And if you just turn it around, so I'm one of those, I always kind of see the, the silver lining, but if you just turn it around and say, anytime when you're in the unknown, when you're in transition, when you're at a crossroads, is the best time ever. A little scary, a little unsettling, but you can choose whatever you want to choose at that moment. So what are you going to choose? And you just look at, you know, I always tell people to, um, so talking, I'm talking, going to talk about perception. I want to go back into my eye doctor voice. Right. So you have this person, you're inside looking through your eyes, or you could be looking into someone looking through their eyes, or you could be up here on the ceiling looking down. So in those situations, when you you're in it, like the fish is in water and don't doesn't know he is, just go out of the water, come up here and take a look down and say, okay, these are the choices I have. Let's take a look at it even from a rational standpoint and see, you know, what would be the most beneficial direction for me to go. And then you come back down into your body and you feel how that feels. Does that feel good? Does it resonate with you? If there's any feelings that feel uncomfortable, you know, sometimes it's just unknown, but if it's more than that, if it's like, "Mm, something's not right, then you need to look at it again. But I think just looking at that and not letting your emotions go from sky high to down low to sky high to down low, just keep the sine wave near the line, you know, just right in the middle. So you can kind of go up and down. You're going to have feelings that go up and down. We're emotional people, but just don't let them skyrocket and then go down to this basement. Right. Okay. And then from, uh, from what you do with your profession, right? Uh, what is there a tip there that you could help people with? Cause I'm sure there's, you know, especially with what we talked about before with, before we started the show, you know, about how you can help people with certain things. Are there things around there to be in a, you know, a, whether it be a meditative type state or help people reprogram, you know, how they do things right by, you know, what they see and the vision that they have. Mm-hmm. So I'll just show you a really simple, simple exercise you can do. Um, so all of us have central vision and peripheral or side vision. Your central vision is what you use to identify things. It's what you use to read a sign. Your peripheral vision is what you use to navigate and to see movement. Now, most people, especially if they're under stress, they will shut down one or the other. So the people who shut down the peripheral vision, they can't concentrate on anything. They say, I can't concentrate, I can't concentrate. The people who are the opposite and they go central, they can be in a building that's burning and they're sitting there reading a book and they don't notice Mm -hmm. that the the building is burning because they've shut that down. The healthiest way to be is have your central and your peripheral vision on at the same time. Because with that, you have all the information you need with this big visual field open and you have the executive central uh, part of it 
to actually help you make a good decision that is rationally based. And so one way to actually do that is if you find yourself feeling under stress and you might notice that your vision's a little blurry, you're not seeing as well, that happens when we're under stress. Find something across the room and look at it. Take deep breath and relax yourself. Put your shoulders down. And while you're standing there, just straight, notice as much of the room as you can. Sometimes it helps to put your hands out beside you and see if you can see your fingers on both sides while you're looking straight ahead. So then you have your central and your peripheral vision on. Just doing that and breathing will make a big difference in how you feel. It'll put you into a different state. I love it. That's fantastic. I, I, you know, that's definitely, um, even me, I'm sitting there thinking like, oh, I can do that many times a day, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Especially yeah. with us being on computers, a lot of us yeah. on computers and screens, just stand away from it and just go do that for a minute. Yeah, yeah, because you definitely get fatigued, and nowadays we're all more in front of the screen you know, than than any time before in history, right? So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so definitely could be tiring on the eyes. But I like that because you know the the vision that you're helping people create in their life. Obviously, you know it starts with their own eyes. But you know, I, I have a friend of mine that's a very successful business guy, but he's blind, um, mm -hmm. and you know he tells he tells people like you know, it's like look, the bottom line is you know a lot of people have sight, but they have no vision. You know, there's a guy that's been able to do amazing thing, write, you know, write books, make movies, right? Um, you know, just, but not able, you know, but, but uh, sharing with people how the, how, you know, their vision is impaired, right? Um, because they're not actually, you know, seeing things as they, you know, could be um, and get stuck in that place. So it's, it's powerful to see that. And as your profession, I find it fascinating, right? Because it's obviously all connected, right? Just mm -hmm. sharing that exercise helps. So from a um, perspective of how, how people find out about you, where do they go? Um, I do have a website, drkimberlylinert.com. And Kimberly is spelled different, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-E-Y-L-I-N-E-R-T.com. Um, you can also find me on social media, uh, especially Facebook and LinkedIn are my two favorites. I still haven't really figured out the Instagram. I'm on there, but <laughs> right. still having trouble figuring that one out. Right. It's amazing. There's so many, there's all, always so many different things out there too, but you know, like you shared earlier, it's like, you know, do the thing that you're most comfortable with, right. And, and uh, be focused on it. So I appreciate you being here. Appreciate you taking the time and sharing your message with the world and, and the impact you're having. So I can, you know, wish you continued success and, and uh, serving, you know, the, the people out there that you get to serve. Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me and um, what you're doing just to help people learn about different ways that they can handle the business in their life. Absolutely. Well, again, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. We want to thank you for being all in with us on today's episode of the All In Podcast Show. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, as well as ways to connect to our guests, head to allinpodcast.com. That's available exclusively on allinpodcast.com.